it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Thank God. Thank God none of these people that were held hostage in a Texas synagogue were harmed. Thank God. But now you have, what's amazing about this is, didn't the FBI and the DOJ just start some, didn't they just start up some domestic terrorist task force? Wow, they did a really good job of catching the white nationalist that took over this Texas synagogue. Oh, wait, he's a foreign-born Islamic terrorist. Oh, geez, well, I guess that's not a story then. Coming, I, I was going back and forth with what to start with. And then I saw, it was the, this weekend, I just happened to be flipping channels on cable. Does anyone remember the, remember the movie Cesar Chavez? The biopic on, obviously, United Farm Workers, Cesar Chavez. Michael Pena, underrated actor. And when I watch a movie, if there's a movie like, you say, Andrew, that's a left-wing propaganda movie. That may be true. But that doesn't take away from the talent of the actors that are cast to play the real-life people. And I think Michael Pena is a, is a far underrated actor. That being said, I was going to start with Jamie Raskin. But this clip jumped out at me over the weekend. And when I put it on the cut sheet for today, I was like, you know, I might have to play this more than once during the program. We know that there's now this domestic terrorism task force, something that was not a concern when we watched hundreds, not a handful, hundreds of riots across this country organized by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. There was no need to have a domestic terrorism task force. When we watched in late May and early June of 2020, left-wing protesters trying to breach the walls, the gates of the White House to kill the first family. That would be the Trumps. The media said it was mostly peaceful. Nobody said we need to have some sort of, you know, new-fangled, task force to look into these far-left protesters. January 6th and coronavirus are like the gifts the Democrats have been waiting for their entire lives. Now, they'll tell you with a straight face that the January 6th Select Committee is not political. They just want to get to the bottom of things. Well, Jamie Raskin, Jamie Raskin, son of far-left radical activist Martin Raskin, Marcus Raskin, held a conference call with progressive activists. Why? If it's not political. It's obviously political. But what does that have to do with Cesar Chavez? This task force apparently let this guy slip into the country from Britain. Nobody knew he was here. Nobody knew what he was up to because they're busy looking for suburbanites with MAGA hats on. Now, if you don't believe me, I want you to listen to this. C-SPAN, I call it the gloriously boring C-SPAN. The University of Chicago, a radical outpost of academia, 
held a conference, a Zoom conference, led by David Axelrod, of all people, on this need to have this new task force looking around for domestic terror. Well, who are the domestic terrorists? Well, why don't we listen to disgraced former FBI agent Andrew McCabe play cut four? If those basic assumptions were um, that we're looking for kind of traditional domestic threats, okay, is the Klan coming? Are the Proud Boys coming? Um, are the three percenters coming? Uh, or is Antifa coming? And not seeing that clearly, they may have been looking in the wrong direction. It's those very fundamental assumptions about what constitutes a threat that I think could be the most impactful. And it's entirely possible that when the intelligence community, the law enforcement community looks out across this mainstream that Professor Pape will describe, they didn't assume that that group of people, business owners, white people from the suburbs, educated, employed, presented a threat of violence. And now we know very clearly that they do. So the real danger are not cartels on the border or radical Islamic terrorists coming here from Europe, the Middle East, or wherever. We don't have any problem with Antifa or street gangs. No, we got to look for those suburban business owners. You know, the kind of people that might show up at a school board meeting and ask questions about critical race theory. That's where we've got to look. There's the danger. See, what he's assuming, I guess, is that corporations have their employees on a pretty short leash. It's these crazy small business owners, like the guy that owns the local gun shop. That's where the danger is. Suburban, white, maybe even educated business owners. We got to start looking at them. Now, that brings me to the movie Cesar Chavez. This is a very, very interesting clip. Now, the characters you're going to hear in this are a local sheriff and an actor playing Senator Robert F. Kennedy. But listen very carefully on how they describe how to stop the threats of something like January 6th. Play cut three. Uh, Is it true that uh, you detained some picketers as a preventative measure? Your arrest record seems to confirm it. If I have reason to believe that there's going to be a riot started and someone tells me there's going to be trouble unless I stop them, it's my duty to stop them. You just go out there and arrest them? Absolutely. Who told you they were going to riot? The foreman. Ray Epps. Right out there in the field. The ones we were talking to said that if we didn't stop them, they were going to cut their hearts out. So rather than let things get out of hand, we just remove the cause. This is a most interesting concept, I think. That you suddenly hear talk of somebody who's uh, going to get out of order, perhaps violate the law. And so you go in and arrest the intended victim of the crime, and they haven't done anything wrong. I want to thank citizens of Delano. We'll now take an hour recess for lunch. Excuse me, excuse me. C- can I suggest? 
I would just like to suggest that in the interim period of time, in the luncheon period of time, that the sheriff and the Kern County District Attorney read the Constitution of the United States of America. Now, remember, this was a 2014 movie. The left was in love with this movie, right? These, these protesters were being targeted by law enforcement. They were being arrested on the rumor they might do something dangerous. Arrested on the rumor. This is what they're telling you they want to do with this terrorism task force. They're going to start looking at these small business owners, these suburban white people, the kind of people that go out and buy Ford F-150s, the kind of people that have NRA bumper stickers, the kind of people that might run a small business, the kind of people that have questions about where their tax dollars are going in their child's education. Those people are the danger. We might have to arrest some people. Well, how are we going to know if they're a danger? Well, don't worry. We'll listen for rumors. We'll read things on the internet. Then we'll know who to arrest, to pre-arrest them. So if people start making plans to be in Washington, D.C., or they start making plans to attend Donald Trump rallies, or they start making plans to gather someplace, this is what we'll do. Well, here there's a rumor out there. Now, the rumor could be started from within, right? It's just, you just need a confidential informant or a paid agitator. Oh, I hear that uh, a bunch of these conservatives are gathering in public. And you know what I heard? I heard they're going to do something dangerous. You did. Where'd you hear that? Well, you know, it's a rumor. I hear things. Do these sources have to be declared? No, not really. As long as law enforcement, federal law enforcement, that is, say they heard a rumor, they could start looking in and arresting people. It's, you know, maybe like a dossier, right? They heard a rumor that Donald Trump was working with the Russians. Well, we, we hear a rumor we got to start surveilling people. Now, why did I play that movie clip? Because that's what the left used to accuse the man of, the power structure. Now they are the power structure. Now they have taken over these institutions wholly. And everything they once rejected, or allegedly once rejected, they now want to use. So people are going to be made an example of. If you have questions about how your children are being educated, or if you're seen with an improper bumper sticker, remember when Janet Napolitano was Secretary of Homeland Security, they were looking for returning veterans, pro-lifers, libertarians. What's that don't tread on me flag in front of your house? Sir, are you a threat to our democracy? Coming up in a little bit, Julie Kelly is going to join a senior writer for American Greatness and author of the book January 6th, How Democrats Use the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. And I've said on this program, I don't like calling it right wing. 
You know, only in the minds of people on the left in this country could you be a fascist if you don't want the government running your health care or an authoritarian if you don't want the government dictating education that the more space you make for individual liberty and choice making, the more they crank up these terms. Well, you're a Nazi if you don't want if you don't want the government dictating education and health care, you're some kind of Nazi Nazi. National Socialist? By rejecting socialism, you get accused of being a socialist. This is, it's, it's almost as if we have people that are overeducated and ignorant. Winesick 695 Patriot 9572874. Headline Yahoo News. January 6th hearings are going to blow the roof off the house, Raskin says. On a Thursday Zoom call with progressive activists. Wait a second. I thought this alleged bipartisan select committee was not there to purge Donald Trump or Trump supporters or Republicans. It was to get to the truth, the root of what happened on January. Why is Jamie Raskin rallying progressive activists unless this is a weapon they are now using? Something that we've said for quite some time. On a Thursday Zoom call with progressive activist Jamie Raskin, Democrat of Maryland, said the upcoming hearings by the January 6th Select Committee probing the riots at the U.S. Capitol staged by supporters of former President Donald Trump will blow the roof off the House. We are going to do everything we can to subpoena all the information we need and to enforce our subpoenas, but Even if we don't get every last person in there, we're going to have hearings that I believe will be compared to the Watergate hearings because they're going to blow the roof off the house in terms of explaining to America what actually happened in the attack on our democracy, said Raskin, who sits on the select committee and spoke to an audience of approximately 40,000 people who attended his remarks on Facebook. This has nothing to do with enforcing the law. This has nothing to do with getting to the bottom of something that got out of control, control that's been condemned by all who witnessed it. This is about weaponizing January 6th, weaponizing this committee, using it. See, why do you think The Democrats are obsessed with federalizing elections now. Well, if you're against federalizing elections, it's because you want Jim Crow 2.0, says Representative James Clyburn. Anyone who resists this federalization of our election system is obviously a white supremacist who must be surveilled by law enforcement. Play cut six. Senator Dick Durbin said he took it a little too far by comparing current voting restrictions to Jim Crow. Mitch McConnell called Biden profoundly unpresidential for his divisive language. So was that fierce tone counterproductive? Absolutely not. I disagree with both those things. I know Dick, I like Dick a whole lot. But let me tell you something. That's what Jim Crow was all about. We had uh, votes during Reconstruction, which came to an end, by the way, in 1876. 
And when it came to instruction, uh, it came to an end, we got Jim Crow laws. That's exactly what these laws are about. These are Jim Crow 2.0. That is one of the strongest points of the president's speech that I agree with. So this whole notion, when you walk around and no one has ever discriminated against you because of your skin color, or you've never had to worry about having your vote counted, you can have those kinds of states. But you're talking to one who uh, knows a different history in this country. And that's exactly what these laws are. Jim Crow 2.0. Right. So unless we unless we go ahead with same day registration, absent of photo ID, unless we just let people run third party drop boxes and bring ballots in at three o'clock in the morning and unmarked vehicles, you know, it's like Jim Crow 2.0. You know, I can't imagine. Can anyone imagine? The Democrats agreeing that if the Republicans were, if this were 2017 or 2018 or 2019, a Republican said, you know, look, right now we have the House, the Senate, the White House. We've seen some nefarious things going on in New York and New Jersey and cities like Chicago and and San Francisco. We're going to have the federal government come in and run elections. And then we're going to have the federal government draw redistricting lines. The Democrats would go crazy. It's not about the federal government making elections fairer or, in the words of Clyburn, less racist. It's about the Democrats who hold the House, who kind of hold the Senate, who hold the White House, saying, under our party, we want to federalize elections. And under our party, we want to weaponize the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And under our party, we're going to use this January 6th commission to purge anyone who gets in our way. Wyantic 695 Patriot 9572874. Surveillance. Arrests. Accusations. This is very dangerous stuff, what they're doing. Very, very, very dangerous. This is how socialists take over a country. Labeling anyone who gets in their way an enemy. An enemy of the state, an enemy of the people. An enemy of progress, an enemy of the greater good. And you have one too many dumb Republicans who don't know how to stand up to this. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.